You're about to listen to a true story told live because this is True Stories Live. Brought to you by LJ Hope Productions, Norwich Arts Centre and me, Molly Naylor. David Shenton. I'm going on the stage now, okay. Um, what I did just now was uh, a book launch to, um, for 40 Lies, and it, if you've been to a PowerPoint presentation and you look at the screen, it's got all words on it, and then somebody actually reads all those words, even though you can read it yourself. That's what I'm going to do. <laughs> you must have been to those damn meetings, you know, fire safety, and it says something like swarm in a kind of an acrostic, and you have to remember the word swarm because you've got to save somebody's life and somebody's burning over there and you can't remember the word swarm. <laughs> Um, we're going to be a little bit different because I've done true stories several times and I'm going to now tell the first story so this is probably the first time anybody's done a repeat story so this is a story I did five years ago but in the meantime I turned it into a a, a zine, I turned the story into a zine because talking to you for ten minutes is just the right amount of words and pictures for a zine and then I I did it several times and turned the zine into kind of an episodic thing on Facebook and then I asked around if anybody would like to publish this, and somebody did. So this book has actually come from True Stories, and I'm so proud of it that the True Story at this stage has actually made the book that I'm selling tonight. Um, And so what I'm going to do is going to tell you the same story that I told five years ago. It's about my coccyx. (laughs) But um, apart from that, we think that this may be a kind of uh, springboard to make true stories a little bit more visual. So if people want to tell a true story but also turn it into a graphic novel and show the pictures on the screen, then that would be something that's the same as true stories but it's kind of actually a bit more... Well, not more exciting because um, different. Let's just say different, Okay. Yeah? Right, so here we go. This is my story about my coccyx. And here we go. So it's called coccygodinia, which is a kind of complaint. Um, but I've turned the coccyx into looking like a creature, as you can see. Okay, here's the story. Thank you. Um, I'm a cartoonist. And as well as cartoonists lead very, very lonely lives because you just sit at a desk and you have to think of something funny for tomorrow at nine o'clock and you don't actually speak to anybody. And so what I've always done throughout my life is actually volunteer somewhere else where you're working with other people. And I was living in London and I worked every week at London Zoo for a day a week. 
And you start off pointing to the toilets, the next thing you get given a trolley with teeth and skulls on, and you talk about skulls and teeth. And then after a while, you become a keeper volunteer. And I always volunteered in the bug house because I like spiders and scorpions, and, and actually you don't have to shovel very much poo. So this is me um, when I was volunteering at London Zoo. So after 10 years of volunteering, one day a week, I'm given the opportunity to become a paid full-time summer temp. I changed my job from being a cartoonist, and suddenly I'm a zookeeper. My favorite animals, the invertebrates. I work in the bug house. But sometimes I get sent to other sections if there are staff absences. This story starts when I was asked to help out in small mammals in the nocturnal house. Along with an elderly volunteer called Hilda. Cool, that's dark in here, isn't it? <laughs> Your eyes will adjust soon. I just finished cleaning out the pottos. Thank you. Pottos are small, lorries-like African primates. They live in the rainforest canopies and almost never come down from the trees. They wee an awful lot. Hilda was standing out, watch outside the enclosure in the gloomy passageway. As you can see from the previous drawing, the doorway into the potto enclosure is about 1.5 meters higher than the corridor. Access is by six metal rungs fixed into the wall. It's quite difficult to get out. Luckily, Hilda was there to put my foot on a rung by the light of a tiny red bulb. Am I anywhere near? Very close. Of course I wasn't. I fell, followed by a bucket of potto poop. Smacked against the back wall, crack, this is where the sparks fly. I've got my spark shirt on. <laughs> and crashed heavily to the ground on my bum. Crown, ouch, crunch. The damage, as I imagined it, caused by the fall, it felt before, after like my tailbone had been bent inwards, if that's possible. Interesting fact. <laughs> this bone is called the coccyx. The name comes from the Greek word for cuckoo, due to its beak, turn that phone off. <laughs> due, <laughs> due to its beak-like appearance. How many people knew that? Nobody. Um, because I was doubled up in pain, I couldn't get on my bike, I couldn't sit down on the bus. I went to see the doctor and I told him my story. Zookeeper, nocturnal, elevated enclosure, missed rung, backflip, potopu, bent coccyx, Greek word for cuckoo. <laughs> oh dear, if you say so, you've got a bladder infection, that's for certain. He didn't believe me. Is it possible to bend your entire tailbone inwards? Oh, I see you're a gay man. Tell me, have you been pushing things up your bottom? <laughs> Excuse me? No. no, do you mean recently? Or <laughs> <laughs> then I'm afraid we could be looking at an enlarged prostate or even prostate cancer. But the fall... 
these tablets will sort out your bladder problem. Bladder problem. I'll just have a poke around inside. Pants off. <laughs> this is terrible, isn't it? Oh, yes, I can feel a lump. <laughs> That's probably my coccyx pointing inwards from the fall I was telling you about. Which indicates I'm right in my diagnosis. I'm going to say it is an enlarged prostate. The best way to see for sure is from the inside. So I'm sending you for, I can't say this word, cytourethoscopy. <laughs> they will introduce a thin tube with a lightened camera through the end of your penis into your urethra. Outpatients. This square pinpoints the exact date of my cytoscopic procedure. News has just come in reporting the death of Jean Pitney. Dearest, darling, I have to write to say that I won't be home anymore. <laughs> hmm. Can't see anything. Well, that's because I was only 24 hours from Tulsa. That's not what is wrong with me. No, no, no pity, no, nothing. Pop on your pants, pop your pants back on and take this to the register on the front desk. Please listen to me. I see, gay, eh? Been pushing things up your bottom, eh? <laughs> I suppose. What? <laughs> Here's a prescription for some cream and with your lifestyle, might I suggest you take a few of these pamphlets about HIV, AIDS and safer sex. Soothing bum cream. And to add insult to insult, one of the leaflets I'd actually illustrated. <laughs> More sparks. <laughs> I'm not going to even say that. Okay, that does it. Thank you. Look here. Brandon, I politely demand you give me the name and phone number of a half-decent osteopath who is not too expensive right now, Brandon, please. Yes, sir, certainly, sir. Okay, tap, tapity tap. Hello, I have a problem. I had a fall and maybe damaged the base of my spine. I'm not sure, but it feels like the little end bone might be bent inwards. Oh, you poor thing, you'll be wanting our Mr. Oi. He was Japanese. He's the coccyx whiz. I'll put you through. Hello, yes, I can come tomorrow. Tomorrow, half past ten. Fantastic. Tomorrow, 10.30 a.m. Thank you for seeing me so quickly, Dr. Oi. No, you must be in agony. And it's just Mr. Oi. He had these really big red glasses. <laughs> okay, pants off, up onto the couch, fetal position, facing the wall. Do you know how the coccyx came by its name? Well, yes, I do. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing to worry about. I'm just going to see if I can click it back into place. Click. And relief. I, can, I got the old audience last time to go, oh. <laughs> How's that? You have no idea. Thank you so... Oh, I kissed him. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, thank you so much, Doctor, Mister. So pants on and you can settle it with Moira on reception and you kiss me. I'm sorry. Don't be. I'm glad you're feeling so much better. That's the end of the story.
True Stories Live is a story show and story finding project brought to you by LJ Hope Productions, Norwich Arts Centre and me, Molly Naylor. For more information about all of the work that we do, head to our website truestorieslive.co.uk.